It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. How are those markets doing today? <laughs> well, they were in the green this morning uh, after we've seen kind of four days of declines. Uh, over the past week, we've seen the S&P and the Dow uh, down just over 3%. Uh, and the Canadian markets have actually declined by less. TSX maybe uh, down around 1, 1% over the last week. So, uh, you know, again, uh, weakness in markets have mostly come from uh, two areas. Technology, uh, which has led to the downside due to fears around interest rates rising faster than expected. And I would say also consumer discretionary. But to give you some examples out there, uh, some large cap uh, kind of high valuation tech names like Shopify down 20% year to date, Etsy down 25%. These are not stocks that we own, uh, but that are often in the headlines. Uh, and again, they're being brought down due to the, the their higher valuations, their more growthier names. And then some of those consumer stocks out there that <clears throat> names you would recognize like Domino's down 16%, uh, Canada Goose down 14%. Uh, and uh, even Starbucks is down quite a bit this year. So forecasts have become a, maybe more aggressive lately about you know how much they're going to increase rates this year. Analysts are now calling for a full 1% move in rates this year. And again, this is in the U.S. Uh, with a potential increase uh, initially in March of 0.5%. So next week is the Fed interest rate meeting uh, where we expect uh, them to potentially cool some of these concerns that may have gotten... Uh, far ahead of the actual news. Right. Okay, so where is the kind of weakness in the markets coming from? Yeah, you know, where we're seeing that weakness is is what I had mentioned. So again, some of those tech names, uh, the growthier tech, uh, as well as some of those consumer discretionary. And again, there's inflation out there and interest rates. Those are kind of the two biggest concerns. But uh, Canadian markets have held up much better. Um, they're concentrated around economically sensitive areas that we've been talking about, Simi, such as like financials, materials, and energy. And it's encouraging to see that these names have been doing well through this volatility uh, as rates are heading higher. Because remember, the economy is, is strong. That's why they're going to increase rates. Um, you know, certain names that have done great this year, and I'm talking about from January 1, 2022, uh, names such as Tech Resources up 20% year to date, Deer up 10%, Royal Bank up 9%, uh, Aritzia up 11% year to date. These are companies that, that we own in the portfolios. Um, and, you know, they're leading during uh, market volatility. So when you're seeing the markets decline, you're seeing those big numbers out there. Uh, the NASDAQ is down, you know, 7-8%, uh, the S&P and Dow year-to-date date uh, down, you know, three, four, five percent, depending on what index you're looking at. Uh, you know, it's important to um, take a look at what you actually own, um, because, it, you know, at this point, it's not just across the board that every sector, every stock isn't doing well or anything like that. And again, just keep in mind that, again, when they're increasing rates, usually the economy is strong. And, you know, but we have to keep inflation, uh, you know, uh, at focus here. Uh, we're seeing some earnings reports coming out, U.S. banks, J.P. Morgan, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs. Uh, revenues continue to grow, uh, but earnings are missing expectations. And this is mostly due to higher wage costs, which is com which is a common theme so far, but it's, uh, especially in financial type stocks, uh, because last year was a good year in markets and maybe they're getting bonused and things like that. That could happen. 
um, you know, in, in the U.S. We look forward to a stronger picture of, you know, company earnings as more industries really start to report with names in industrials like railroads and airlines, consumer staples reporting, uh, and technology such as Netflix also reporting this week. It will give us a broader picture of what's going out, uh, going right. on out there uh, in the economy. Okay, well, this morning, of course, there's a lot of talk about inflation. We know the Canadian inflation rate is the highest it's been since 1991. Yes, it has. And I mean, there, you know, as, uh, as uh, NW was just reporting there, you know, if you take out gasoline prices, it doesn't look as bad. Uh, but of course, uh, many people are filling up their cars and do uh, feel the pinch of higher gas prices at the pump. So, so you definitely have to include that. And it is 4.8%. Um, and this compares to the U.S. inflation rate, which came in at 7% last week, which is, it is expected to cool down this year as many sources are reporting, you know, that like used car prices, um, the increase there are transitory. We're not going to see the same uh, growth in some prices of certain areas, uh, you know, that we saw from 2020 to 2021, right? That should subside a bit. Um, you know, but again, recent inflation numbers have been another force contributing to interest rate fears and rates going higher. Um, though it's well known that central banks will be increasing to combat inflation, the question is, is how far and how fast will they go? Uh, especially that we had Omicron uh, and we're still going through it, right? And that could soften some areas of, and well, it could, it is softening some areas uh, of the economy when you think of travel and so on. So, so, you know, I think that we have to see what the Fed says next week. Hopefully they cool some of the concerns out there and, uh, you know, we can, you know, concentrate more on the facts, more in company earnings going forward. And again, make sure that your portfolio is uh, focused on those areas that are going to be working during inflationary times. Uh, this is not a time to stick your head in the sand and just hope that the portfolio that you've always had is going to perform well in this environment. You need to make changes and you should have already made changes, uh, in my opinion. Right. That leads us to our next topic of discussion. We were going to talk about investment success and how to make sure we can achieve it. Yeah, you know, a successful portfolio is one that does what you need it to do. Um, everyone's situation is so unique and therefore, you know, you, re you require different things, different stages in life. Uh, and you got to make sure that you're sitting down with your or a financial advisor to kind of evaluate what, what that is. What is your definition of financial success uh, so that you're better equipped to really work towards your goals? Um, you know, and there's a few things that, you know, we look at identifying your goal. So, you know, when someone first calls, we're, we're asking them these questions, you know, what are your goals, uh, short and long term? So is it retirement? Is it income needs? Um, you know, is it leaving money for your kids or your estate? You know, what is your time horizon? Uh, are you just trying to park money until you buy real estate in six to 12 months? Or are you looking at investing it for a longer period of time? Those are two totally different goals. And it could be a bit of both as well. You know, um, you know, people, again, all have different needs. And you really have to get down to that before you can even uh, put together an investment plan or, or recommend anything that they should be investing in because you need to understand what they're trying to achieve, right? That right. would be uh, one of the first things. Uh, and then identifying what type of investor you are. And I think this is an important one, even right now, Simi, as we go through some market volatility. So, you know, I think that investors are in somewhat of a difficult spot right now because you can't be, you know, investing in uh, GICs as a long-term investment strategy with rates so low and inflation so high, right? Uh, so then people are looking at investing in inequities or dividend paying stocks, right? 
yeah, or, or funds or whatever it might be. And you have to ask how comfortable are you with risk? You know, how would you feel if your portfolio did move around? And how, how have I reacted to market volatility in the past and have my actions served me well, right? So I think this is important because when you see the market starting to, you know, act a bit volatile, you know, people can have some sort of concerns, but you have to remember that's kind of normal in the markets. And, and these big headlines can seem like they're just, you know, maybe a little overreaching, but to the average investor, it could be, you know, this is a, you know, fight or flight type of situation. But every time the markets drop 5%, it, it's not that way. You just have to make sure that you're making logical decisions or you have a financial team that's actively managing the situation, right? Like I always say, I've been doing this for 20 years. We've had lots of things thrown at us and we've been uh, we've always been able to get clients out of any situation and, and, and minimize uh, downside risk. And so it's just a matter of the action that you take. If you do nothing, as I was saying earlier, and simply kind of continue to invest in everything that you've been in for the past 12, 24 months, well, you might be in the wrong areas. So again, it's really important to be in the right sectors at this time. Um, and just think of volatility as a bit of an opportunity too, right? That's also a, a recipe for success in investing. Um, you know, volatility isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, it's, you know, it sh shouldn't just cause stress and anxiety. You should be going, okay, well, what's down the most? Maybe there's some opportunities here. That's the way that we're looking at this situation uh, that we're going through right now. So interesting. All right, Lori, thank you. Thanks so much to me. Have a great week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can contact her team, 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.